Welcome to episode 64 of the Free Spirit Academy podcast, why letting go of control is not letting yourself go. Free Spirit Academy is about you getting to be fully you. My name is Randy Moss, and I'm an eating psychology coach, breathwork teacher, and soon-to-be somatic experiencing practitioner, having conversations about freedom with food, body, trauma, and making it safe to be fully ourselves. I'm so happy that you're here. Hello, friends. So speaking from experience, when a person has been a binge eater or a compulsive eater for a long period of time, it can feel so absolutely true in your bones that you're just an out of control person or that you have an addictive personality. For me, it felt so true that I would read or hear really solid guidance on healing binge eating and basically not absorb it, literally not hear it because it didn't seem like it applied to me. Like I I would absorb what I felt like I could use or what was useful. And then there was stuff that just, I didn't hear till years later because I realized now I just didn't think it applied. Like, sure, other people could stop restricting their food, but I was just obsessive. And if I did that, I'd be completely out of control. I would never stop eating. Or other people could accept their bodies as they were not me, like obviously not. Growing up in a conservative Christian home, I I got plenty of input on how a godly woman would behave, should behave. And I read this, it was like a True Love Waits style book, and I don't remember which one it was now because I read a lot of them. Um, but the author said casually, but seriously, that she never went to bed without a full face of makeup and that her husband never saw her at less than her best. And I remember, you know, at that time as a teenager, I absorbed that. And, and now I can look back and I can feel this sort of like deer in headlights freeze. Like, of course, like, of course I'm going to do that. Obviously I, I would do that. And I remember listening to the women around me gossip about who'd let themselves go with absolute horror again, which of course transferred to me. This could never happen. I could never be perceived as having let myself go. I could never be so lazy. Women's beauty expectations enmeshed in the idea that I was inherently sinful and only good by the grace of God. And if we're honest, also my own will. It kept me in this hyper-focused panic that just felt like life. Like I didn't think I was panicked. It was just life. And so much felt out of my control. My very being, sinful by nature, felt out of control. My appetite, never able to stick long-term to being good with food, felt out of control. And my brain, gifted with the unfortunately named ADHD, could literally only focus on what I was obsessively interested in. So most of my education, most of my Christian education felt like me just trying to keep my head above water. Holding on for dear life, trying to control every part of my being led to the inevitable counterbalance. So a binge or my brain just shutting off, my body just shutting off. Life continued and again, 
it just felt so true that I, of all people, couldn't listen to my body. I couldn't surrender. I couldn't let go. All of these nice spiritual ideas or healing ideas, fine for other people, but I was better than that. I was special. I was reaching for my highest potential, and I felt a deep disgust for anyone that wasn't. And now that I'm saying all of this, I'm having a memory too where I was always like as a child and as a teenager, um, told that I was very mature and, and praised for that. And I think it's just like, I was really quiet and scared and didn't know what to do. So I didn't get in anybody's way. So she's very mature. Um, and, and also like special and gifted and all this, whatever. Um, and so I, in like not letting myself surrender, not letting myself let go, not letting myself do anything, but reaching for my absolute highest potential, the most extreme version of everything, like that felt like the most mature path, the highest path. Like obviously right there in black and white, the most extreme thing you can do is the thing you should do. Um, And as I got older, it, you know, was quite a revelation that that's not necessarily the highest path or the most mature path to reach for the most extreme thing. Um, and that the most mature path is just your next step and being, um, being in your body and grounded and present enough to see what that is. So if, if you've ever heard this podcast before, you'll know how extreme things got. So months at a time of juice fasting and eating as little as possible, every part of my mind and my world consumed with staying in control. Then there were things that I didn't even know. All of this was also controlling. So my emotions, my nervous system was in a perpetual freeze state. So I really didn't feel like I had any. I didn't think I was controlling my emotions. Um, But it was controlling my body's true cravings, healthy cravings, healthy impulses. Because, you know, sinner and out of control eater and all. And just overall, my natural expression and way of being. It was absolutely true that the binge eater in me wouldn't heal, which I have weird feelings about that word, but but wouldn't um, wouldn't be able to move beyond binge eating until I had let go of the food and body control. Like that was absolutely true. There really was not another way. But with that, I had to face the scared girl in me who felt like it was death to let herself go. And what I learned in the process is that this idea of letting oneself go was a totally different thing than letting go of control. So letting myself go was a cultural idea based on the expectation of what a human, particularly what a woman, should be to be acceptable. Letting that go was really just making it okay if anyone thought that. Like, okay, somebody might think I've let myself go. Okay, I can love myself through that, even if it happens. And obviously, like, I'm making the sound way easier than it was. Um, But that was essentially it. Like, I had to, I had to make it safe and okay for myself that even if somebody did think that, I could be fine. I could be okay. Or I could even be triggered and I could love myself through it. So that wasn't the thing (laughs) that I thought it was. The true letting go wasn't at all the out of control beast that I thought it would be. Um, we're not by nature out of control. Out of control behaviors are symptoms of controlling too tightly. So yes, at first, when letting go of the food control, 
we tend to want to eat everything and we tend to be just really healthfully hungry. And that can be so scary. And that's, um, that's kind of the place that is easy to get stuck as we are moving towards an actual healthy relationship with food or being able to eat more intuitively or listen to our bodies because it really does appear that we're out of control. But that's going to happen. It's, it's a counterbalance. It's the same with learning to feel again, learning to feel the body. When first letting go of holding in emotion, our emotional world can feel a bit chaotic. And I often, I will say to my clients, because as we're, as we're starting to allow the nervous system to feel safe enough to let stored emotions and stored traumas and stored expressions, all of these things move again, it can feel like it's opening a floodgates and, and we... I try to do that in a way that people still have tools for grounding and it's not totally overwhelming. But I do say that when I was finally able to cry again, I felt like I cried for a year. Um, and again, I also had a lot of tools for feeling safe at that point, which is why I could finally feel, I'm, feel my emotions. And, and it's not that I'm done crying now. It's just I cry when it's appropriate to cry rather than because of a backlog of stored tears. So letting go of control is not being out of control. It can just feel that way for a bit, which is why it helps so much to have support. So this December, um, I don't think it's December when I'm releasing this. I think it will be tomorrow. So December of 2021, I'm offering the Free Spirit Academy program, Binge Freedom. It's a 30-day program at 50% off or and there's no deal on this. My private clients get access to Free Spirit Academy for free for life. And I love being able to touch base on where they're at in the program uh, during weekly Zoom meetings and also text and email support throughout the week. So uh, both of those options are going to be in the show notes. And even if that's not something that is accessible or of interest at this time, I really hope that this was useful and has um, allowed the idea of softening control to feel a little, a little friendlier. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll chat with you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E. M-O-S-S dot com. And thank you so much for listening.